Gazette Newspapers presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me for the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York. It's another College Hockey Center podcast for you. Later on, lots of sound from the Union College women's team. And I'll look back at some of the action in the men's league uh, from last weekend. Uh, first off, uh, Union College men will be heading on the road, uh, taking on 13th-ranked Cornell Friday night, and then playing at Colgate on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Union got three points last weekend, and not in the usual sense of getting three points. If you remember the old days, were two points for a win and one point for a tie. Well, nowadays, it's a three-point game in the ECAC hockey, where you get three points for a regulation win, two points for an overtime win or shootout win, and one point for an overtime or shootout loss. Union experienced overtime and shootout uh, last weekend. They won an overtime last Friday against Clarkson 4-3 to get two points from there, and they earned a point from a 3-2 shootout loss the next night against St. Lawrence. I talked to uh, goaltender Connor Murphy, uh, defenseman uh, Brandon Estes, and forward Colin Graff about that. But first, I asked Connor Murphy about his cramping situation. Last Saturday, early in the third period, he left that game against St. Lawrence because of cramping. So that was my first question about to Connor Murphy was about the cramping. Connor, I'm going to begin with you. How are you feeling after cramping up Saturday night? I'm uh, feeling a lot better. Um, obviously, it's, it was just one of the things where I... During the game, I lost a lot of sweat, and uh, I think losing the salt from the sweat is kind of what caused the cramping. So um, it's something that I've kind of been dealing with the last over the last year, I'd say. And it did happen one other time in, uh, in, when I was at Northeastern last year. But uh, I'm trying to figure out some stuff to try to like keep up to date with it and try to keep it from uh, happening again. How tough is it? I mean, you have to drink a lot of water. I mean, what what is yeah, talk us through what you have to do to you know, try to avoid that. Um, yeah, I try to drink as much water as I can or electrolytes like Gatorade or anything like that. But um, sometimes it just doesn't really matter because I sweat so much that it just I lose it anyway. So it's, it's a little bit hard for me personally just trying to figure out what's going to be best to maintain the, the salt that I lose. But um, I'm working with Cheryl right now, our trainer, to try to figure that out and kind of see what the best option is for me. Hey. Obviously, it does get warmer. Some of these buildings I means you have to take that into account. With some of these buildings, you have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely does factor in. Just because, I mean, the more, like, the hotter it is, the more I'm gonna sweat. So, it definitely has a factor. You guys played a couple overtime games this weekend. Now, you know, the cliche has always been, you know, we're going for the two points. Now, it's, I mean, these are three-point games. So, how important is it to? Try to win these games of regulation and have to go to overtime, Brandon. Uh, I mean, it's extremely important to win it. Um, just in general, I mean, you'd rather take it in regulation than overtime. But if overtime is what it takes, then it's what it takes. Um, it's a, it's taxing, but it is what it is. I mean, does it? Uh, I'm trying to find our order. Do you, do you understand the magnitude now? Because obviously it's, it's a lot different now. You, you, you know, the mentality is, oh, we got which is a chance to win three points instead of uh, just two. Yeah, on, I'm honestly still figuring out the point system yeah. with that. It's it's new, obviously. So, um, yeah, I haven't really – I didn't even know that about the points. So yeah. just try to win. I think this was, this was for you guys the first year, but I think the ECAC went with it last year. 
Yeah. Uh, with the regulation wins and overtime wins. Colin, did you have that in juniors uh, when you played three-point mm, game? No, we just overtime was two points. Regulation was two points, and shootout was two points. So this is new for me too. Do you like the fact it's a three-point game? I mean, we have to you know, instead of just just going for two. Um. I mean, I guess if you get benefited for winning in regulation, that's like a very reasonable thing to do. But, I mean, it's still very early in the year, so I don't know how that's going to really impact the standings like it would without it. But how important is it even if you get, you know, to be able to get to overtime, at least guaranteed a point, be able to <coughs> compile points as the season goes along? I mean, how important is that? Yeah, getting points and trying to get points in every game that we play is huge because, you know, if we just keep getting points, then they'll just keep building up by the end of the year and we'll be much better than if we didn't get any points. Um, you guys are heading to uh, Cornell on Friday and Colgate on Saturday. Uh, just talk about obviously the last games before you guys will go on the uh, exam break. So, what are you help, are hoping to accomplish this weekend? Um, yeah, we're obviously hoping to get four points, or I don't know what the standings six are. Six points now, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> so, we're hoping to get two wins, obviously, but um, we know it's going to be two hard games. Those are two very good teams. and. Uh, I personally have never played them, but I know just from hearing around and watching games that they're they're very solid teams. So it's going to be a it's going to be a challenge for us, but we're excited. Brandon, uh, yeah, I mean, especially Friday night, at, um, Cornell's a really energetic and hard building to play in, um, especially with how good they are too. Uh, it's a big test. I think it's the biggest test of the year so far for us. Um, so we have to start with that one before we can focus on. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, what, obviously, you get a little bit of a break. So, I mean, how important is it to be able to get some wins heading into this break? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a mood changer. <laughs> um, going into a break with wins is always it's going to set you in a better mindset, attitude, mood than obviously ending on a loss or something like that and having to um, just fester in it for a while. Up next is Union head coach Rick Bennett. Rick, for years, the cliche has been uh, we going after the two points. This year, for you guys, for the first time, the second, the second year for the league, that it's a th- these are three-point games now. Is there a different way to attack these games now because they're three-point games as opposed to two? No, no. nothing's changed. Just, the only thing that's changed is the, the, the point system, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Players haven't talked about it, so it's just you win and you get three. If you lose in regulation, you get zero. So, you know, we've I guess we've been on all sides here, you know, in, in the in the early beginning. Do you, do you like to change? I mean, do you like to be these being three point games? It makes gives a little more. Um, yeah, so it gives a little more impact to the winning the game in regulation. Yeah, I mean. It's tough because this is the first time going through it. So I don't really have a great sample size. I've got a whopping, what, four games? So it's tough to really have a grasp on it. Um, Again, I think it's it's exciting hockey based on this past weekend. So, you know what, and the guys seem to like it. And the players like it, you know, and the – you know what? And the fans keep coming back for that type of uh, entertainment. It's not going to happen all the time, but you know what? It's it's kind of fun. 
heading out to uh, two difficult places, uh, Cornell and Colgate this weekend. Uh, and of course, the guys are heading into uh, the break right after that, the exams coming up. So what are you looking for uh, besides obviously trying to look for wins? What are you looking for? Uh, just the same same compete level and a bit a bit more. And that's 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 how you get better. You got to raise the you know the level of your play each game, and it's not going to be easy at Cornell, and it's not going to be easy at Colgate, especially on the road and t tough environments. Did did totally different environments, but both are really tough, and you know very well coached. So it's uh, again, and that's the kind of the fun. Last week was the first time that you faced two two different opponents on the weekend. And, you know, here we go again. But that's our league, and I think that's why our league is so good, is the fact that you're playing totally two different styles, possibly, on a weekend. What is it about Cornell and Mike Schaefer that they've been always good over the years? Oh, very, extremely, I mean, just so well-structured. You, know you know what you're going to get, but at the same token, you still got to beat them. And and their structure and they've also recruited extremely well over his time but I just think it's a combination uh, good recruiting uh, program is very well supported there uh, by the student body and the, you know and, and the supporters of the community which is huge and and then you have a, a coach that is one, one of the best in the country so it all adds up to success uh, injury updates on uh, Ann Horn and um, Ferris, still same. Uh, yeah, Dylan, Dylan Ann Horn, I think is is more week to week here. Yeah, um, you know, I th hopefully we'll find out a little bit more here by the end of the week, just to kind of see just going into Thanksgiving. Um, Ferris is Ferris is improving, so that's a positive, but probably more uh, in a month. So is it maybe better just to give these guys with the, with the week coming off, a week off, and then, you know, play again until the Saturday after Thanksgiving? Maybe it's just best to have these guys, you know, not not play this weekend. You know, a part of you, a part as a coach, knows that you get 34 games, and you get some playoff games. So, it's not the NHL. It's not a pro season. So if you can play, and you're medically cleared to play. These guys want to play. You know, there's only so many games, and especially what happened to us last year. So just to sit out games, just to say, you know, you might as well rest. But if there, if, if medical, if you know, if the medical personnel say that you can play, well, shoot, you want to play. So I don't buy into that. You know, rest them up for just one more week, and then you have them for another week. You know, it's just hey, these. These two now people play, and if they can play, I'm going to play them. Coming up, I'll have interviews with Union College women's hockey player Grace Hiding and head coach Josh Skiba as the Dutch women get set to host Cornell and Colgate this weekend. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. 
Everyone agrees, high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. New York High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Hi, I'm Kaylin Brown, Managing Editor of the Daily Gazette. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast with Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Welcome back to the podcast. The Union Women's Hockey Team gets set to host Cornell and Colgate this weekend. Cornell comes in Friday for a 6 o'clock matchup, and the 5th-ranked Raiders are in on Saturday at 3 p.m. Normally, Cornell is one of the top teams in ECAC women's hockey play, but uh, they're off to a slow start this season. 1-4-1 overall and 0-3-1 in league play. They have one and a half points. Yes, you heard me, one and a half points. Unlike the men, the women do not have a shootout after a game is ends tied after overtime. So in women's play, if you end up in a tie, the team split the three points equally, one and a half. Kind of crazy, I know, but uh, smarter people know better than I do, I guess. So anyway, but um, like I said, you need to be home against uh, Cornell Friday night, and I talk with Grace Hiding on Tuesday as the Dutch woman gets set to face the Big Red. Grace, you guys are getting ready to head into an exam breaks with a couple of these couple of games before you do that. So I mean, how important is it to go into the exam break on a good, good note? I think really important. It also just helps even going into finals. It feels nice to have a little bit of confidence like that. Um, I think regardless of the outcome, just moving forward and having good practices, but having a Gabe's is obviously great, and I think we're pretty confident heading in. You played uh, two nationally ranked teams last weekend in Quinnipiac and Princeton. You guys were in those games. I mean, you scored the first goal in each game, but uh, what do you have to do to you know, try to you know, keep protect that lead in the uh, get some more goals. Um, I know we talk a lot about not playing it safe, just moving forward, playing a full 60 or 65 minutes, whatever that may be. Um, it's a mindset. We're definitely in the right direction. Obviously, having that lead in the first place is incredible, and protecting that and growing it is something we're working on. But I think we're already most of the way there, so it's just finishing now. Where's the team's confidence level? I know you guys have been on a little bit of a skid here, but uh, where's the confidence level at? I don't think that's hurting our confidence at all. Um, Knowing that we're in these games, we're having leads, we're scoring goals, and we're contending, I think is the biggest component. Obviously, finishing is the next step, and we're working on that, but I don't think that's got to deter us at all from our goal, and I think we're doing great on the way there. It's just taking the next step. Union College women's head coach Josh Skiba then offered his thoughts. <laughs> Team's getting ready for its final two games before the uh, trimester, first trimester exams. Uh, what are you hoping to accomplish uh, this weekend yeah, to try to break that skid? Well, I think we want to continue on, you know, just building in some different areas. You know, like we, we've been developing some confidence in certain areas and, um, you know, still trying to plant seeds as, as coaches here every every week and try and harvest them, you know, every week as well. So I think some, some things are starting to harvest a little bit and other things need more watering, I guess, right now. But we're still, you know, we're trying to gain momentum here, going into break a little bit. Um, you know, obviously league points on the line. We, we want to be competitive. We want to earn points in league. Um, and, and continue to, to strive to win here. You guys, you know, last weekend against uh, Quinnipiac and Princeton, uh, both nationally ranked teams, you 
scored the first goal in each game, but weren't able to uh, get, get the win. What do you have to do to, as, I mean, as Chris was saying, maybe not you know, try not to play it safe? Well, I think we, we've been playing – I think pretty pretty well, quite honestly. I think our our, our confidence is pretty high. I think, um, you know, I think we're playing probably the most complete game that that we've had in the six years that I've been here. Right now, we're just we're not seeing the results. I think, and we're we're not certainly not scoring as much as we probably need to. Um, you know, it's interesting. I think at the early part of the year, I think it was defense that we needed to work on, right? And I think RPI took advantage of us there, and I think you know we we sharpened up a little bit there, um, and then we went to it through a skid where I think offense was the big the big focus. Right, and I think um, you know we're starting to score a little bit. We're starting to convert on some more chances. Um, you know, now it's a little bit of our special teams. I think you look at our PK is taking a little bit of a dip, and, and power play needs to, to score a little bit more and be more productive. So it's you know for us, it's just trying to get everything to come together. You know, we're trying to continue to, to tweak different things at different times and um, tighten the bolts in different areas. But I think our group's really confident. I really like this group. They're they're hardworking. They care a ton, um, and we're just trying to continue to put it all together. I think that the morale's been fantastic the kids come ready to work every day and uh, you know for us to, to try and make sure that we uh, play aggressive is, is consistently our focus you know we don't really care who we're playing we just want to be aggressive and relentless scouting these teams as we get in Colby and Cornell what can you tell me well, Cornell, I mean, there's no there's no reason why uh, they're not going to be a top team by the end of the, the season. I think, you know, they're going through probably a learning patch as well, not playing last year. And, um, you know, for them, looking back at what they were like pre-COVID as, as being a number one team in the country, um, it's a dangerous team. You've got a lot of skill. You've got a lot of speed. You've got a lot of young, good players on that roster. Um, they play a very transitional-based game. Um, always going to be a dangerous team to play against. Um, so we've got to make sure that, that we do a good job with, with our speed and um, our positioning for sure against them. And then, uh, you know, Colgate, I mean, you know, obviously a top team in the country. You know, a lot of dangerous weapons. They've got a you know, player of the year on their, their roster that's going to play a ton. So, um, you know, for us, I think we've got to continue to play our best game. I mean, we've got to bring how we want to play. We've got to establish our identity. And, um, you know, I think for Friday, we, we, I think we can take points there for sure. And I think Saturday, if we play our style and, um, you know, Yale took points from, from Colgate this weekend, I think we can do the same if we show up. Coming up, I'll take a look around ECAC hockey. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. The pro football season is here, and it's time to play the Daily Gazette You Pick'em Football Contest. Predict the winners of the weekly games via your You Pick'em online account. The fan with the most correct points each week gets his or her name in the Daily Gazette on Thursday and wins a $100 ShopRite grocery card. The fan with the most overall points after 23 weeks wins a $1,000 travel voucher and could win a trip to Hawaii. For official rules, go to dailygazette.com slash football. The You Pick'em Football Contest is run by the Daily Gazette Advertising Department and not associated with the Daily Gazette Sports Department. Hi, this is Pete Incavilla, manager of the Tri-City Valley Cats and former major leaguer. You're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette associate sports editor and upstate New York's biggest Philadelphia Phillies fan, Ken Schott. Welcome back to the podcast, and let's look around ECAC hockey from last weekend. Uh, last week was the first full slate of games uh, for conference play since the end of the 2019-20 season. Of course, eight of the 12 teams did not play last year because of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. Uh, RPI split its uh, games against the North Country teams at home. 
dropping a 4-3 decision on Friday to uh, St. Lawrence uh, on a late third period goal. But the uh, engineers came back with a 3-1 victory over Clarkson on Saturday. Quinnipiac had a pair of shutout victories, uh, beating uh, New Haven area rival Yale 3-0 Friday night and then getting a 1-0 victory over Brown uh, in uh, Meehan Auditorium in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, Princeton with a pair of six-goal games. Um, they defeated uh, Brown 6-3 Friday night and then had a 6-2 decision Saturday at Yale. Uh, Cornell, uh, they lost to Harvard 3-2, but pulled out a, a 5-4 victory against Dartmouth on Saturday night when Ben Berard scored with 6.2 seconds left in the third period. Uh, that was his third goal of the night, second goal of that third period. It was a wild third period. Cornell and Dartmouth each scored three times in the period. Uh, Reed Cashman, the Dartmouth's uh, new head coach, uh, he got his first victory on Friday night when uh, the Big Green defeated Colgate. And speaking of Colgate, it's a team that's really been a strange start to the season. They got off to a 4-0 start and were looking good. But since then, uh, they've really dropped down. They're 5-6. and six. They've lost five straight and won and six in their last seven games. I mean, you look back, the one game really just sticks out the most was that non-conference game against Western Michigan on October 29th when they had a 5 nothing lead against Western Michigan and lost 6-5. I mean, that's, that's a tough one to swallow. Um, and then, of course, they came back the next night, lost in overtime 2-1, to one, and they dropped a uh, pair of games last weekend. As we mentioned, the Dartmouth game was a 3-2 setback, and then um, the Raiders went to Harvard and dropped a 5-1 decision to uh, Harvard. So tough uh, tough going out right now for uh, Colgate. Harvard, meanwhile, lost in overtime Monday night in a non-conference game against Northeastern 2-1. to one. Uh, we got 14 games on the schedule this weekend. Of course, we mentioned, you know, Union and uh, is going to Colgate or Cornell and Colgate. RPI will be doing the opposite, going to Colgate and Cornell for the weekend. Uh, some other league matchups of interest. Harvard and Clarkson will face off Friday night. And uh, Dartmouth and St. Lawrence will take on uh, or will skate on Saturday. Or sorry, so Friday at 7 o'clock. Some non-conference action. Arizona State's in uh, at Quinnipiac for two games. Princeton and uh, LIU are doing a home-and-home home, uh, with LIU hosting Friday and Princeton hosting on Saturday. Uh, Yale is at Army West Point on Friday, and they will host Sacred Heart on Saturday. And that'll wrap it up for the podcast. I uh, wanted to let you know if you want to participate in the ECAC Hockey Face-Off selections, you can do so by emailing your picks to me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. Uh, I post my picks on Wednesday, and once I do, you can submit your picks to me. And that email address is also where you can send questions or comments about the podcast or questions or comments about college hockey in general. So I look forward to uh, asking, uh, answering your questions, and I will answer them here on the podcast. So that'll do it for this edition of the Parting Shots Podcast, and I thank you for listening. The views expressed on the Parting Shots Podcast are not necessarily those of Gazette Newspapers. The Parting Shots Podcast is a production of Gazette Newspapers. I'm Daily Gazette Associate Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, good day, good hockey.